Hi, everybody. Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm Julie from Iowa, uh, and um, and uh, I'm a compulsive overreader. Yes, <laughs> and I'm a hundred pounder also, by the grace of God. Uh, let me mention that uh, before I begin, and I, I want to just uh, pray for our, our moderator, for all the folks sharing on the meeting tonight, and all those present silent witnesses, and all those doing service. Um, and I also pray that uh, something I say will be helpful to somebody, you know. And um, and I I want to acknowledge that it's it's my caring, gentle, loving, non-judgmental, and non-critical higher power that I've kind of had the courage to finally believe in that has allowed me, mind you, one day at a time to have accidents. One day at a time for 14 years. My accident date is December. Uh, 10th, 2008, and I would ask everyone to be muted because I, I can hear a little background noise. Thank you so much. Yeah, December 10th, 2008, and um, so I have 14 years of abstinence. I had two slips, uh, um, and uh, I can hear background noise again. So I would ask everyone to remain muted. Thank you. So with that, um, by the but only by the grace of God, and I have had to go through a lot in terms of like recovery, but I've been willing, you know, uh, because I'm worth it. I'm worth it. And so is everyone else. So um, today, I'm going to also mention that today, March 29th, is my 62nd birthday. By the grace of God, I made it. It's so wonderful. Um, my vitality has, like, skyrocketed the last, oh, even year and a half because it isn't just that I needed to stop eating certain foods that were addictive for me, but that I actually had to add foods that would actively build me up. Anyway, what I want to talk about tonight is kind of a tough subject because, uh, uh, by the way, I should mention that uh, I came from a very, you know, ill and, and, and uh uh, uh, bad, you know, not good family, right? Abuse and, and all that, right? Neglected and all that. And, and just, just the outcasts of the family. And um, I've had to um, work through recovery one second, one minute, one day at a time with the loving, gentle hand of my higher power who doesn't control me, doesn't tell me what to do in the sense that, you know, I do it his way or the highway kind of thing, you know? Because that's how my mother treated me and my father. But my mother was a very cold, uh, calculating, angry woman. And any excuse is better than none, you know. But, but she kept, she was very cold about her anger. And very scary lady. She'd be practicing witchcraft in, in the kitchen. And at age 10, that scared the heck out of me. Because I knew that wasn't right. Um, I could go into detail, but I won't, about... Uh, how not just me, but so many uh, young children who are now adults have been, you know, severely abused. I mean, just crazy stuff, uh, neglected, you know, and, and made to feel that they were the problem and, and that I was the problem. Uh, and so that's why it's so very hard for me to make any kind of a uh, a comment or criticism about anyone, you know, because uh, I know how just, just how much it hurts to, like, hear, hey, uh, yet again, right, from somebody or from the world, hey, you're just not good enough. Because uh, I don't know if you've all heard this, uh, the acronym uh, uh, BINGE, because I'm 
not good enough, you know. And fear, face everything and recover. Used to be fuck everything and run, but today it's face everything and recover. Because I'm not alone. I've got a caring higher power, and my personal belief is that, that I have a whole host of heaven and you know, lots of elevated, caring people are not only on the earth, but around me, helping me. Anyway, so here's the deal. In 2008, when I came in, you know, basically crawling in on bloody knees, because I tried everything um, in, in my enormous intellect and wisdom, right? None of it worked. God help us. And, and I knew I was dying. I was dying. So that's why my knees were bloody. And... I was willing to listen to anything at that point. And what I noticed is that on the 100 pounders meeting that I would be on every night, right? Because I was certainly a 100 pounder. Oh, oh, by the way, I should mention I was 310, my top weight, did the whole gastric bypass surgery thing, not the lap band, but the whole thing where they cut your stomach and they cut your intestine and then, you know, small intestine reattach it and hope to hell you don't die on the table. and, And, you know, you have to go through intensive care for a few days and, Lots of stuff. Anyway, only lost 30 pounds on that because the problem wasn't in the stomach, it was in my head. So in those days, um, and I can't believe it, 14 years, heaven's sake, by the grace of God. And and I should mention, I had a number of other challenges to deal with, uh, including uh, severe and persistent mental illness. Uh, being a lesbian in a world that doesn't really like lesbians too much, being an outcast in the lesbian community, just, I guess I, I don't know. I <laughs> just have no idea. So that has helped me to do lonely, lonely, lonely as that can be, right? It has been. And that's just still a major feature of my emotional experience, but only because I haven't yet learned completely, you know, how to trust people and relate to people and, and things. And I'm, you know, I've been at this really journey since ni- 19, not 1940, I'm sorry, since 1980. Well, really, 1979 started therapy program, 1980, you know, hopping from different ones. But here's what I'm trying not to say and what I feel needs to be said. And that is uh, December 10th, 2008, and for many years after that, there were between, always, 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 and it would be a big rush to the nine o'clock meeting. Some people would be on the eight o'clock meeting, and you know, and you know, for newcomers who may not know, um, this this um, phone number and pin carries many meetings. I think from six p.m. in the evening all the way in through the morning. <clears throat> and therein lies lies a problem, um, because in, in December tenth, two thousand and eight, and for many years afterwards, there'd be a rush from the eight o'clock meeting. There'd be at least Always, always, always between 120 and 140 people reliably on this 100-pounders 9 o'clock meeting every night. People would be falling over each other to, like, try to, you know, squeeze, you know, (laughs) they'd be competing with each other to, like, try to do servers, comedy of errors. You know, the moderator never, ever, ever, ever had problems. You know, trying to find somebody to do service. And it wouldn't be the same old people every every night, every week, every month, whatever, right? Then I noticed over the years, because I started experiment with different different meetings, and, and um, I always like to go to the relapse recovery meetings because I wanted to, to, to see, you know, wh- what people suffered and and how, how not to fall 
you know, into the diseases trapped, trapped again, right? But then I noticed, um, especially recently, in the last few years, that the numbers on the 100-pounders have been going steadily down, 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 down. And I, I also noticed my own reaction because I'm always looking for where the disease is like trying to deceive me, right? And tell me that a bad thing is actually a good thing, right? Because that's how my op- family operated, you know. Um, bad things were good things. And if I tried to do the right thing or good things or enjoy life, God help us, God forbid, right? I would be punished, you know, uh, and left for dead, really. So I put the fear of God into me, life and death. So <clears throat> that's why it's so difficult. I mean to say this because what I noticed is that um, when I when I wanted to be on these uh, you know the, especially nine o'clock meeting and then some of the other meetings I found that um, how do I describe it uh, more and more um, you know hear hear the st- really beautiful recovery stories of of people as always you know each one of us is a miracle don't forget that right. Each day that we're abstinent is, is a total miracle, and we are a miracle, and, and we are grace. We just are. So I, I, I was um, hearing more and more uh, people taking over who would say, I am a recovered, with an ED, you know, available sponsor, I sponsored by the big book, and I thought, hey, that's great, you know, uh, you know, uh, text me anytime, you know, call text anytime, and it just just this feeling of service that they wanted to do, right? And then I noticed the numbers going down and I noticed my own feelings when I would get on meetings and and I could see gradually that we're still having, I noticed um, the introduction of uh, kind of like uh, moderators whose voices were very angry and, you know, who nonetheless did the service and, you know, kept the meeting running. But it's just... um, you know, without the substance, without without the food to 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 to, to uh, numb me to to the fact that 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 uh, you know, hearing anger in people's voices and anyway, it, let me cut to the chase here. So, um, I ha- I had two of uh the uh recovered uh you know sponsors and and no da- no doubt these people are telling the bold faced truth about their you know and helping people right about their own recovery. What I found is that I was asked to do the steps um, like within a ten, very quickly 10-day period, two-week period. And uh, when I was not able to, to, to sort of perform, you know, in the way that I was asked to, right? And I've worked the steps, y'all. <laughs> I want you to know. Uh, I was then treated as a pariah. And at first I took it very personally. And then I realized, wait a minute now, um, is there any room for me to do it any other way than the two weeks, because what I realized was the, the fear-based, fear-based um, thing of well, I want you to do the steps quickly so that the disease doesn't take over again, right? Um, but um, uh, what, what people forget is that regressing, right, can be part of the disease. That, sadly, you know, thank God, as of today, I haven't haven't relapsed, but it can be part of many people's story, and 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 we need to love ourselves and each other. Because it's the disease. It isn't. It isn't people being willfully obstinate or oppositional to a parental, critical uh, uh, parent type uh, sponsor, right? So um, I had to, you know, control my temper and not, um, you know, attack the, the, uh, these two sponsors and just 
pray for them, wish them well. And they did this. I, they said they prayed for me too. And that's wonderful. The point is that with that approach of, Hey, you, you know, see, I have multiple disabilities, which are hidden. In other words, I'm not, I'm not a wheelchair user. I don't use a cane. So, the, so without outward signs of disabilities, but I will tell you that I suffer deeply, deeply every day, but I don't have to make it other people's problems. That's, that's what the program helped me understand. This is why it's so hard for me to say this because, you know, the people who I'm talking about, um, you know, they have genuine recovery and they are helping people. But if there is only one way to do the steps, if there is an orthodoxy uh, of, of recovery where it's intolerable to do it anyway except the quote-unquote right way, then haven't we substitute, you know, and then people are falling away from the meeting, probably going back to their kitchens and, and eating themselves to death again because... Yet again, they've been told they're a failure. And, and oh, Overeaters Anonymous is the last house on the block. They ain't nothing else, you know. Um, ain't nowhere else we're going to find recovery, higher power. The next, the next is the river. The next is death, Jimmy. So wh- whether it's just straight jumping into the river or or eating ourselves to death, you know, you know, and dying from obesity-related diseases. So what I'm saying is that. Uh, I fear that uh, we have uh, substituted the food, uh, and ne- uh, you know, and now um, we're, we're into control. You know, uh, um, uh, the disease of overeating, my disease of compulsive overeating, is about controlling my emotions using the food. Well, maybe, maybe by um, you know uh, being uh, super critical and, and uh, demanding, and you know, you perform the way I I, I say so. You know. Um, is 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 substituting. In other words, it's still we're still controlling something, whether it's other people or this is the only orthodox. It's the only way we can do recovery, the disease recovery, whatever. Uh, then um, we're 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 chasing people away. People will not want to do service. Uh, they feel like a failure. And I'll tell you my personal experience working the steps. In particular, I went through uh, steps one, two, and three fairly quickly, you know, within, within a couple of months. And, and um, step four, I will tell you now, one of, my, one of my problems is that I have complex PTSD, which means that I endured not one or two traumas as a child, you know, like, uh, you know, a tornado or, you know, my village being ruined, you know, destroyed. But my own parents uh, turned on me and day in and day out from the day I was born, I believe, because now I'm dealing with the, um, you know, the issues of, of being, a, you know, a, from a newborn right, right now in, in my other recovery, another 12-step program, ACA. You know, we'll just, thank, you so, thank you so much, Tamki. Appreciate it. Um, appreciate it. Uh, so, um, so, which is, I think, actually maybe the last of it. Anyway, when I was working the fourth step in Overeaters Anonymous, and I've worked it in other programs multiple times too, and it was always a blessing, but to cut to the chase, it took me, uh, like the big book says, you write to resentment. It took me five years to write the resentment list. And I know a person who uh, was also uh, similarly traumatized with similar diagnoses and, and it couldn't make it, didn't make it. I wrote the list in five years because every time I would write, you know, I had 279 resentments against my mother. Um, and like I said, she was doing witchcraft in the kitchen and so forth, scared the heck out of me. You know, besides, you know, it was actually physically, sexually, 
psychologically done to me, emotionally done to me and neglect. Anyway, the point is that every time I would write a couple of words, and this is, this is, the, this is the, the, the list version where like, I put my mother's name and put a word or two about what the resentment was, right? And then I would just, you know, it was a chart form. This, this wasn't paragraph writing. Just write a couple of words, and I would immediately go into a PTSD episode, right? And the enormous pain. In other words, it was important for me, a part of my recovery, to feel all of that pain. I was so incapacitated, literally, you know, and if you haven't been through it, you, you can't knock it, you can't judge it, and you can't poo-poo it either and say, oh, you two cents. You know, this was always told. The point is that I'd be incapacitated for maybe 36 hours, and I would feed myself, take care of myself, go to the bathroom, do anything, and it would be another three weeks before I could write another couple of words. Now, this is the beautiful sponsor that I got when I finished my uh, five, uh, five years of it, finally did all, and I did it exhaustively, right? This lady, uh, who's a very gentle human being, and I worked with her for five and a half years. Two of those years, we would work together on a weekly basis. That was her parameter, and I was happy with that. She was so gentle and loving, it took two years to turn over that list to her. And mind you, before I turned that list over to her, I had prayed for all of these people and for each incident. You know, I had really done an exhaustive job, like they tell us to do, right? So I'm saying is there is not only one way to recover, you know, and if we're a failure, if we don't get them steps done in two weeks, 10 days, whatever it is, then of course people are going to turn away from the meetings, you know what I'm saying? And so I didn't give up because I wanted to live. And um, even though the, like the world tells me, look, you, 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 you're a waste, you, 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 you know, you have nothing to offer the world. I know that God has valuable things for me to do, and I think this talk tonight is important. And um, so I, 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 I just want to say I love you all. Uh, I'm Julie C. From, uh, AC from Iowa, uh, having just moved here. Um, I want to thank you so much for letting me share experience, strength, and hope uh, one day at a time. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I pass.